0: Good afternoon, balls fans. Welcome to Into the Checkerboard. I'm your host, Larry Ty, and Georgia coming up in a couple days. It's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a rough game. I'm not gonna to lie to you. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be ready, especially at the quarterback position. All three of our quarterbacks look like – they look very underdeveloped, J.T. Shrout, Brian Maurer, and Jarrett Garantano. As a matter of fact, Jarrett Garantano at times last year, he he looked pretty good, and we've not seen that this year at all. I mean, it's it's been night and day. Uh, he's digressed a great deal and I think it all falls back on uh, Chris Winkie um, under development that's that's been the story of the vols for the last 15 years just underdeveloped players we get the top prospects in the country and uh, they're just underdeveloped um, it's sad but it is what it is it's uh, uh We've got to make a change. We we have got to flip the script on this big time. Um, there were rumors going around that Jawan Jennings could see some action at quarterback, and there was a fan called in on balls calls the other day and asked Coach Pruitt flat out about it. You know, wanting to know if Jennings could play some QB and um he was pretty straightforward with his answer um we could see him in a wildcat formation but that would be about what jennings that would be the extent of it Uh, you probably wouldn't see him handing the ball off he would want the ball himself now i mean which is not a bad thing that's what great players do they want the ball excuse me um Could he play quarterback at this level? You know, I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure. I I don't know. Um, He was a great high school quarterback, but that don't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to play at a D1 level, especially in the SEC. Um, I think that uh, our quarterback situation is, that's that's what we're going to live and die with this year. It's, um, We're in dire need of a consistent quarterback play. Um, We've not seen it this year. I don't know that we will. Um, I don't expect us to come out and beat the Georgia Bulldogs, but I would like to see us come out and be competitive. If Garantano does start, which he probably will, because as bad as I hate to say it, look, guys, he gives us the best chance to win. He he does. If it were up to me, I would go ahead and go with Maurer. But Pruitt wants to win, and he wants to win now, and he wants to win bad. I know a lot of people have jumped off that Pruitt bandwagon, but, you know, he does want to win. He's a very competitive soul. He don't like the way things have been going no more than you or I do, but, you know, it is what it is. We will probably see Garantano starting the game Saturday. Maybe he comes out with the fire. You know, maybe maybe a little bit of what he done last year kind of kicks in, and maybe he starts seeing the field a little bit better. Um, what I've seen in the Florida game when Mauer did come out in the second half was Garantano sat on the bench and pouted like a, like a damn seventh grader, like a, like a middle school kid that didn't get his way. He went over to the bench, set by himself, and leaders don't do that. Just plain and simple, they don't. He should have been trying to keep the uh, sideline motivated and into the game. He should have been watching the game so he can kind of point some things out to Maurer and coach him along and help him. Now, our quarterback situation is a lot worse than what people realize. Um. good leaders will be there even if they get benched. They'll be there to coach and help their backup. Mauer don't have that. He he just don't. Garantano was selfish, and he's all about him. He's never going to give his all for Tennessee. He's going to give his all for him. Um I think you've got to let a few more Pruitt's guys get in here. Uh, You know, everybody's – everybody is wanting to win now, including Pruitt. One thing that I think he done last year was I really think he overachieved. By winning five games, he overachieved. We beat two ranked opponents, and then automatically everybody thinks, you know, we're winning ten games this year, and it's just not the way it works. Rome wasn't built in a day. Guys, it it wasn't. Um, We didn't get into this mess overnight. This is a mess that has been building and piling for the last 15 years. Guess what? It's going to take Pruitt or any coach for that matter a little bit of time. It's not going to happen overnight. It's just not. Um, I want to win as bad as anybody. But I understand that it's going to take a little while. You know, he come into a train wreck. He didn't come into what Kirby Smart did at Georgia. Mark Rick wasn't that bad of a coach. It's just he couldn't win the big one. He was always very competitive. So Kirby Smart come in to a uh, pretty good system. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt come in to a dumpster fire. Uh, It was a train wreck. I mean, everything from the 80 all the way down was just a train wreck. It was a mess. So, you know... Despite what any of you may think, Pruitt, is he's improving this team. I know 90% of all fans, they watch the game and they look at the score. I watch the game a little bit differently. I watch the game and study how the players are doing at positions. Our line is fine. Everybody wants to point the finger at the line. You know, as a lineman, you're taught, to hold your block, your pass block especially, for three seconds. Give them three seconds. For the first two quarters of every game, our linemen are holding blocks for six and seven seconds because Garantano stands in the backfield and pats the football. He don't check down receivers. He don't, he, he don't throw to the second and third man up. He locks in on one target the receivers are frustrated because they know if it's not designed to go to them, they run a half-assed route. There's no point in busting your ass if you're not going to get the ball, and that's just the way they see it. And I think you've seen that in the game against Florida. You know, we were flat. We were dead. Come out, Mowers starting the second half, and there was a new fire on the team, defense and offense. That's another thing everybody wants to point out, that we break down and lose the games at the end of the game. Yeah, our defenses wore out. Look at the time of possession. We can't sustain a drive. The defense is on the field far more than what they need to be. When your defense is on the field 40 out of 60 minutes, there's a problem. Um, the big issue is sustaining drives at the quarterback position, make good decisions, but we're not we're not doing that. Um, I had a chance to go to this Georgia game, but I had to pass on it, and I've got other things going on this weekend. But I will be watching it on television. I don't expect to come out here and win this game. It, it would be nice. I would love it. I would probably regret not going if we did pull this off. Especially after all the uh, the damn hoopla talk from the Georgia fans talking about they were going to come into our house and checkerboard our stadium in their colors. Uh, just idiots. First off, you're not going to do that because no matter how bad the volunteers are playing, our fans still show up. We are not going to let you disgrace us that way. Second off, I don't think your fan base is smart enough to pull it off. Jake Fromm is a great quarterback, you know, and and I, I look for him to get his numbers. And he's going to be able to throw the ball against us, but our defensive backs have got to step up. They've got to cover, and they've got to do it for four quarters. Hopefully, Garantano can give them a little bit of help by keeping the offense on the field. Hey, look, if we get a couple first downs on a few of these drives, you know, two, three first downs and then punt. I'm fine with that. We're not going to score on every drive. Nobody does. Except Alabama. But let's let's stay on the field and let's, let's stop this three and out bull crap and give our defense time to catch their breath. Let's uh Let's get rid of the ball in about three or four seconds. Let's make good decisions on where we throw that ball. If the number one guy's covered up, if your number one receiver's covered up, check down to number two. If he's got somebody on him, guess what? Check down to number three. I was at the game against BYU, and this is what we didn't do. Garantano was staring down one receiver, and there were plenty of times And when I say plenty, I mean five or six, seven different times that he would have two receivers wide open. Nobody within 15, 20 yards of them. And he wouldn't throw the ball. And it was so bad, it looked intentional. So we've got to get rid of the ball. Um, Hopefully he shows up to play. He's got a little bit of a fire in his belly and he's ready to go. That's our, that's the only thing really holding us back this year is the poor quarterback play. Don't look for Jawan Jennings to be the full-time QB. I don't think it's going to happen. For one, he's too valuable at the wide receiver position. He's a playmaker. Number two, I don't know that he's really got the arm strength anymore. You know, it's that's one of them positions you have to keep at it. You can't take four or five years off and then come out and just keep slinging the ball like you used to. It just they don't work that way. And Bailey coming in next year, you know, this kid is. I I went and watched a few of his uh, highlight reels. This kid has a great field vision and a great arm, and he could stir up the uh, quarterback competition pretty good. I would love to see it come down to him and Mauer, and both of them push each other. The only way I think you're going to get Mauer to that level is to let him play now, and you know, just let him get out there and make a few mistakes. Let him get out there and get comfortable in the offense, you know, don't, you know, stop this letting him out there for a couple drives and then pulling him back out. He's done just as good. Actually, he's done better um, with his decision-making than Garantano is. He's just, he's not as accurate with the ball. And, and in all fairness in the Florida game, yeah, Mauer did on that second drive. He He did have a, some miscues with his passes, but you expect that from a freshman. He actually had three passes that should have been picked off. Uh, he got lucky on, but at least he's throwing the ball. Garantano is not. So I guess it's pick your poison, really. But in all right, it all comes back to Chris Winky. They're all three underdeveloped. It's, you know, what's he teaching them? From what I see, absolutely nothing. I'm, I don't know where we go from here, really. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see how we play on Saturday. I would love to see a little bit more fire from the entire team. Um, I mean, for God's sake, it's Georgia Week, boys. Get up, let's go. I've had a busy day today, and it's getting kind of late. I um, had to do this a uh, little bit later than I like. Um, I had a three interviews today, and I've been all over the place. I've been all over East Tennessee today. Um. I'm ready for Saturday, that's for sure. I've had two opportunities to go to this game, and I wished I could go, but I am so wrapped up for this weekend that it's just no way possible. Um, If you've never been to Neyland, you've got to go. It, It is great. I love the atmosphere. I loved getting to watch my first game this year against BYU. I absolutely It was a dream come true, and I am going to go back to many, many games. I'm going to try to catch that Mississippi State game uh, next Saturday. Anyway, that's going to do it for this uh, segment. I should have Matt Downs joining me here real soon, so y'all stay tuned for that. It'll be – Matt Downs is my co-host, and I'll have him on here on Into the Checkerboard. And Matt is a really knowledgeable guy when it comes to sports. He keeps up with UT sports very, very closely, and he has worked with me for the last uh, two years. And I really like his articles that he comes up with, so I believe you guys will like him. So stay tuned to check that out.